welcome to the Sully Sands Podcast, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal in my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I'll give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, business, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully here. I want to send greetings out to all of my friends, my fans, and my followers, and anybody else who stumbled upon the Sully Says podcast. It's good to have you. It has been a while uh, since I recorded an episode, too long, March 2020 to be exact, right around the time the pandemic started, which is a complete coincidence, and it's been so long that I even added some new intro and outro music, so I'll be anxious to get your feedback on that. I will say it's a little bit embarrassing that it's been this long. Uh, The delay uh, I'm speaking about, uh, not the music. Uh, Anyway, I am sort of mad at myself because it's not like I didn't have a lot of time, right? But you just get caught up doing things uh, and you uh, get away from doing the thing that you enjoy doing uh, the most. Uh, But I'm not going to look back with regret. I'm going to look forward with promise and excitement and will definitely commit to you that I'll be doing these much more frequently. Uh, so what am I going to talk about today? I know that you're probably on the edge of your seat. Uh, well, I uh, read a pretty cool article the other day by a gentleman named Tom Stevenson on Medium.com. And it was entitled, 11 Realizations That Will Change Your Life. And his article really got me thinking. And it, it just made me start taking some notes and, and writing down some beliefs or ideas that I have that I think each of you can do to change your life. Uh, I've done a lot of these myself, all of these myself, uh, most of which have worked for me. So that's what I'm calling upon, those experience. Uh, I think it's important you remember you aren't trapped in this life. Uh, The script of your life can be rewritten, and you are absolutely positively in control of your own destiny, of Facebook or Instagram or, God forbid, TikTok. And just hours pass by, and then and in the case of some of the, the first two, Facebook and Instagram, your anger increases because it's so frustrating on a lot of levels, especially right now with the political climate in this country. But furthermore, you, you sometimes get caught up looking at somebody else's life and thinking, wow, their life is so great. Why can't I have that life? Well, I have a newsflash for you. More often than not, their life isn't anywhere near that good. It's just how they represent themselves. So my advice is significantly cut down on your social media time. Instagram, for example, has a tool in place where you can set how much time you want to be on there for the day, and once you hit that threshold, it will stop or notify you. Uh, You know, my Facebook and Instagram games are are pretty non-existent these days, and quite frankly, I love it. Uh, I, I have only watched TikTok videos that have been sent to me. I've never spent a second on this site. Uh, and I don't even know what the hell Snapchat is, quite frankly. So the only social media I really use these days is LinkedIn, and that is uh, strictly for professional networking. So let's take a step back from social media. Uh, what if it's not something in your life, but someone in your life? Now, that's a little bit more challenging to you know, kind of excise uh, someone from your life, but it's not impossible. If this person is causing you a great deal of angst, then what are you really going to miss when they're gone? I mean, think about that. Now, you're going to feel a void uh, at first, 
But in the long run, it will be transformational to your life. And this could be a spouse, this could be a, a friend, uh, you know, a colleague that you get caught up in at work with negative conversations. Whatever the case may be, eliminate them from your life and you will see a dramatic change for the better. Number two is live life. Okay, We live in a world that is absolutely filled with beauty and adventure. And you don't need to spend thousands of dollars to enjoy them or to live your life. You can find joy and happiness all across the United States, across the world, without staying in fancy hotels or being on the beach or ski slopes. Some of the absolute best vacations that I've had in my life have been visiting our national parks. Grand Canyon, Muir Woods, Zion, to name a few. Uh, it costs absolutely nothing to climb Camelback Mountain in Scottsdale, Arizona. The Appalachian Trail is filled with awe-inspiring beauty, and it costs absolutely nothing. Now, I realize you're saying, okay, that's great, but I still have to fly there. I still have to pay for hotels. Hey, pack up the family roadster and go all, you know, all a vacation like Chevy Chase and, and just head out on the road with your family. Uh, there's going to be some bumps along the way in more ways than one, but you'll have memories that will last a lifetime. Uh, and if you can't afford that, whether financial or time-wise, then just find a trail near you and go for a walk or a bike ride. The key isn't what you do, but it's more about who you do it with. And I highly recommend, and I've said this in multiple podcasts uh, and multiple articles that I've written, is keep a journal. Okay, that may not be your style. You may not like to be to write, and it doesn't have to be Hemingway. Just make some notes because years from now, promise me, I promise you, this will happen. The memories are going to fade. And you'll be so glad that you kept a log of all these amazing experiences you collected along the way. Number three, never stop learning. Okay, this is a big one for me. Because I kind of feel like a lot of people think that learning stops when you leave college and enter the quote-unquote real world. In my mind, I think it should be the absolute opposite. I think that's when learning should truly begin. And I don't think it should ever stop. Now, I don't care if it's something like learning a new skill, playing the guitar, yoga, learning a language, rowing, whatever it may be for you, that doesn't matter. It's all about the experience and the challenge and the adventure. It's about doing more and, and, and making your life better. All right. Most of you who listen to my podcasts, you guys know I love to read. All right? I always have. I'll read anything and everything, fiction, nonfiction, history, self-help, anything that catches my fancy. And that's allowed me to do two things in life. First, kick some major ass at trivia. And more importantly, I'm able to talk to just about anybody about anything. Now, I don't ever represent myself as an authority, but I can usually hold my own in most conversations. And the fact is, technology and social media are destroying our desire to read in this world. They really are. And I hate that. It breaks my heart. Because there was a time in my life where I was in a pretty dark place and reading helped me get through that. It took me away to somewhere better, somewhere safer. And it can do the same for you. Number four, don't doubt yourself and take risks. Now, I could easily have done two separate categories on these topics. But in my mind, these go hand in hand. Because aside from fear, the biggest reason why people don't take risks is they don't believe in themselves. My life philosophy is simple. If I'm going to bet on someone, you bet your ass it's gonna, that someone is going to be me. I am always going to do everything I can to be successful. If I get knocked down, I'll get up again and I will do it again and again and again. 
I, and, you know, I, I think that I look back and most of the things I've done in my life support that mantra. You know, as I look, I was a goalie when I played soccer. You know, I know there was 10 other people in front of me, but I always took the responsibility on my own shoulders when a goal was scored. And I spent the majority of my career as a salesperson because I didn't want to rely on anyone else for my success. Now, I'm not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that I could have accomplished what I've accomplished by myself. Rather, I'm saying I want to put myself in a position where I have a great deal of control over whether or not I succeed. You know, and the funny part is I look back, every time I've taken a risk in life or put myself out there, something good has happened. It may be in that moment, maybe weeks, months, years later, but it was that initial risk that put me in position to achieve that success. And I want to be caution, careful here, and I want, I want to caution you. The risks I take are calculated risks. You can't take a risk just for the sake of taking a risk. There has to be uh, calculation and, and caution. Otherwise, it's a recipe for disaster, and you couldn't end up worse off than you were before. Number five, manage your money. I was very blessed from a young age to understand the value of money, and I, I have to thank my mother 100% for that. All right, she taught me uh, how important money was, yes, but also how important it was to manage your money effectively. And, you know, let's, let's be honest. None of us ever have as much money as we want or need, but we absolutely can make the most of what we do have. And I believe that starts with a budget. You must know what is coming in and what is going out every month. And I don't mean have an idea. I mean know exactly where your money is going. And I promise you, if you do this for a couple months and you monitor every single expense and then you break it down by categories, groceries, uh, you know, dry cleaning, uh, fast food, uh, dinners, so on and so forth, you will be amazed where you're spending your money. And it's going to cause you to take a really hard look at maybe I can do better. Uh, maybe I don't need to spend that money there. Or maybe I can be a little bit more uh, cautious and judicious with my spending. Now, if you're in a partnership, uh, this is going to cause some distress in that marriage or that partnership because it always does when you talk about money. Because if you have one person in the partnership that's it, it, it's causing the issues, they're going to get defensive right away. But I, I find that the best way to get others on board is to set goals whether they're financial goals or maybe they're, they're goals that, hey, if we save this amount of money or we cut corners here and there, we can do things like remodel our kitchen or go on a trip or get a new car or replace the washer. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just setting a goal for yourself so there's, a, there's an end in mind. I mean, that's directly from Stephen ha uh, Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The next part of the, the money is don't ever pay interest on a credit card. Uh, now, I, I just, this drives me crazy. If you can't do this consistently, then stop using your credit card because the amount of money you're wasting on interest will blow your mind, all right? Now, there's unavoidables, I get that. Your furnace breaks, uh, you need to replace something in the car. But the fact is, if you budget effectively, as I said, you'll have money set aside when these things happen, all right? So, I'm going to say this, and I think you all agree, the number one stressor in most people's lives is money. So if you can take these couple steps, have a budget, don't pay interest on a credit card, you're going to have a significant decrease in the amount of stress in your life. Number six is health. 
do not, under any circumstances, take your health for granted. All right, being and staying healthy requires a tremendous amount of effort. Now listen, some of you are blessed with great metabolism and genetics, but for many of us, being healthy requires commitment and effort. So the logical place to start is your weight, okay? Because there's so many comorbid diseases that are associated with obesity. Now genetics plays a role when it comes down to it. I get that, but in my mind, a bigger uh, part of it is your decisions and your discipline. Because what you put into your body matters, food and alcohol. Now it may take weeks or months or years, but eventually you will pay the price for putting bad things into your body. So make better decisions about what you eat and drink. Now I'm not suggesting major changes, unless you think that's required. I'm talking about little things, like drinking a water instead of a soda. I mean, I love how Coke tastes, but I haven't had a Coke in a long time because it's bad for me. It's addictive, I've gotten away from it. Limit your alcohol intake. Admittedly, this is one I'm still working on. So uh, it's worth, we'll call this a work in progress. Uh, you know, and just maybe getting rid of snacks after dinner, before bed, uh, you know, things like that will make a big, big difference in your life. And also, and I hate to break this to you, no one's going to want to hear this, but you have to work out in some capacity. This could be different for everyone, but you got to do something. You got to meet yourself halfway. Uh, it could be walking. It could be jogging. It could be yoga. It could be push-ups and sit-ups, aerobics, biking. You've got to do something. Controlling what goes into your body will only get you part of the way there. Okay? So just start with baby steps. And then little by little, you're going to notice a difference. And there's nothing better. And I've said this in other podcasts I've done. There's nothing better than when someone says to you, hey, you look great if you lost weight. Last one I'm going to talk about today is goals and purpose. This is a, a life changer, truly. And probably I should have started this, with this one because, you know, I, I, I am a big believer that you have to have an idea of where you're going or what you're trying to accomplish in this life. But it amazes me, even at my age, how few people have goals for their, their personal and professional life. And it shouldn't surprise me because I've seen it throughout my uh, life, uh, not just my, my friends, but also uh, you know, salespeople I've worked alongside who, who have no idea why they're out there battling every day uh, and, and, and selling. And that's a big problem because I think you need to have specific, actionable goals. You know, as I look back on my life, there has been periods where I have struggled a great deal with motivation. And these are the exact same times where I wasn't working toward a specific goal, where I lacked a clear purpose. So this is what I'm talking about, having a goal and why it's so critical. And a goal could be anything. I mentioned earlier losing weight, uh, paying off your house, retiring early, getting a promotion, and on and on and on. It's going to be different and unique for each and every one of you, but you've got to identify it. Because this is giving you something to work on every single day when you wake up. And more importantly, it'll give you a reason to wake up every morning. So the next step is once you hit that goal, whatever it may be, you have to find a new one or two or three. Because you always have to be working towards something. And that's something I struggle with is I'll hit a goal and I'll put all this effort and energy into the goal and then I'll hit it and I'll have this kind of letdown and then I'll look, okay, what's next? And I don't have that what's next. And I'm trying to get better at that and, and I find when I do do it well, I'm a much happier person. 
Um, and I, I would suggest something that is a little quirky, and it's not for everybody, but it it'll, should inspire you and motivate you, and it, it's called a vision board. And, and, and there's a couple different ways you can do it, but quite simply, what you're trying to accomplish here is cut out pictures of what you want. Put them on a, you know, an index card or a poster board, and then keep it front and center. If you work out of your home and you have an office, put it there. Uh, if you're in your uh, you know, bedroom a lot, put it in your uh, bedroom or in your bathroom. When you get up in the morning, you'll see it. But it just always has to be front and center. And, and you're going to be blown away by what, a, what an unbelievable motivator a vision board can be. Because you're going to see it day in and day out. And, and subconsciously, it's going to be pushing you and motivating you. And that's the beauty of it. You don't even realize it's happening and, and, and it's driving you to, to achieve that goal. Uh, and this is something that I've done in the past and it's something I'm working on right now. And I find as I get older, I struggle a little bit more for you know, what I really want to accomplish. You know, I, I, I have the house I wanted, I drive the car I wanted, I, you know, my family is, you know, healthy, knock on wood. Um, but I think that's the fun of it is now you've got to really challenge yourself and, and find new ways to be creative and motivate yourself. So I think this will really make an impact for a lot of you if you're struggling to, to find your purpose and struggling to find that goal to work for every day. All right, so there you have it. My thoughts on living a better life. Now, again, these are based 100% on my personal experiences. Some good experiences, some bad experience, but experiences nonetheless. And regardless of whether they were good or bad, I learned something every single time. Uh, even if it was learning not what, to, what not to do. And that sometimes is just as valuable. And I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, a couple of these will make an impact in your life and potentially stop you from making the same mistakes or missing the same opportunities that I made along the way. So I appreciate all of you giving me the chance to share my thoughts on you know the steps that you can take uh, that are going to make your life different and potentially and hopefully better. Uh, if nothing else, uh, maybe it'll make it less stressful and you'll get a little more enjoyment out of it. Because as far as I know, we got one crack at this life, so we're going to make it the best we possibly can. But one more common thread is none of these ideas or changes cost money, at least not any significant amount of money. In some cases, they are merely subtle tweaks to your, your mindset or your approach. And once you tackle life with this new perspective, you can begin making changes to your daily routine, which is the first step in creating new habits. All right, so I wish all of you best of luck on your journey. Remember, life is what we make of it. So why not make it the best it can be? Thanks to all of you for joining me on the latest episode of the Sully Says Podcast. I promise you I'll be back soon with some more musings on sales and life.